guys, welcome to another episode of We're Never Truly Alone. Today, I have my very good friend back again, Julie Clapp, my fellow medium girl. Hi, everyone. I'm good. So happy to be here right before Christmas. I know. Can you believe when we first started our friendship? Let's bring it back to a few years ago. I reached out to you and I said, do you think we can do something fun on Instagram? We could do an Instagram live. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you came up with the name Mochas and Mediums. Yeah, Mochas and Mediums. And I showed up with this horrendous, horizontal, red, green, and white thermal. And I thought it was really cute (laughs) until I saw it online. And I'm like, why did I choose? Why did I think horizontal stripes was going to be the way? Actually, we were in this room. Yes. We were in this room. It was just like the the couch was over there, I think. And I remember us both being like. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Like I'm doing now. Like I'm doing now. I love my outfit, but I know sometimes I get a little self-conscious, right? We're human after all. Of course we are. But um, yeah, so the last few years, you and I, our friendship has gotten closer. We have our pool days mm-hmm. and now we do shows every other month. And yep. I truly, truly value you as a friend. Oh, so. I do too. <laughs> I feel like our energies complement each other though too. Like we support each other just as like women in the same business. But I feel like... Um, our energies just complement each other. Like you're this, like you're this like vibrant, um, like stage, you have this stage presence, you have this stage voice and I'm just like this introverted. So like, I, I feel like that part of you kind of like feeds my soul, (laughs) like gives me that little inspiration to like put myself out there. And we've talked about this before. Like, I feel like, especially for me, I've always had this like fear of being seen. So mediumship was a big part of me. Like, kind of coming out of that closet and allowing people to like see who I really am like I don't have I was not that person like you know I was just a little introverted quiet nurse like you know did my job head down and so this was like very different for me even like being on social media and stuff that was like hugely challenging for me like and you're just very natural at it so I feel like like I gravitate to you for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I gravitate to you because it's so funny. Whenever I come to your house or whenever we talk, we, we will talk business. And I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, so what are you doing here? And how are you getting this situated? Because you're such a grounded. Are you earth? Do you have earth sign in your chart? I'm water. Me and my husband are both water. But what about the other two signs? I don't even know. Want, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. Because All I you, know is you, I'm a Scorpio and I have a bite. Oh, <laughs> I have a stinger. Get it, girl. <laughs> I'm Aries, and that's why you're probably attracted because I'm fire. Yes. I'm always like, "What's going on?" Bah, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but you you help ground me, and you're like, "All right, like this is what you have to do in your business, and this is well, it's not like you tell me, but you show me what you yeah. do, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I definitely need the organization, which is crazy because I I am an Aries double Virgo, and so Virgo is all about structure, organization, all of that. But for whatever reason. I didn't get the memo when I was born, <laughs> so I don't have that. So, um, but you're always helping me, and you're even when it comes to events, I'm kind of fly by the seat of your pants type, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, maybe I should do a pop up hundred person gallery reading next week, and yeah. you're like, oh, you don't have everything booked far <laughs> out. <laughs> I think our shows are the only ones that are like solid, where we go like every other month. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you know, it, it's just it's funny because. It, even though we're mediums, we're still so different as being people, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of people don't understand when, even when we deliver messages to people, 
your way of deliver. You and I very are very complimentary. Yes. But your way of delivering a message is one way, whereas my way of delivering a message is another. Yeah. We still get the same information across. Mm-hmm. We just deliver it in a different way. It's like yeah, exactly. It's like driving down the street. Like yeah. You take the straight road, and perfect example: me coming to your house. There was a detour, and I was twenty minutes late today. <laughs> and I'm like, I got lost. I was on the phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know where you live, but I couldn't figure out where I was. Mm-hmm. So, um. The story and of my me, life. Like yeah. I'm like the OCD personality. Like I have my GPS to go to CVS. Yes. Yeah. You're like, Must my husband's like, on. you could get lost in our own town. And I literally could. Like I'm such a type A. When I was a nurse, I would show up to work an hour early. Like just, just to mentally prepare myself. Like that is wow. like. And so you, I feel like I, I'm like, she's like, we start our shows. She's like, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like, I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> There's like a hundred people here that we have to stand up in front of. And so it's just like, I get that vibe from you. Like you probably get a grounded energy from me, but I feel like I'm like, I'm grounded. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, I am like, it's just, I don't know. So I think we just work well together. Exactly. Well, yeah. it's funny because if I allowed myself and this is how I was with like going through school and taking tests, like I do really well in taking tests and so forth. And um, if I ever allowed myself to listen to my friends where they're like, you didn't study all week? If I did, because I tried, I'm like, maybe I should study all week for this test. Maybe I should show up an hour early to, and whenever I worked that way, my anxiety would skyrocket. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I can't. Like what I will do before I take a test for school, I would like the night before read everything, kind of test myself. And then the next day, done. Because if I was it would be too, I'd get overwhelmed mm-hmm. too much yeah. for that, you know? So it's yeah. the same with the show. Like if I'm there super early and I'm all set up, I'm pacing. I'm like, yes. okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do yeah, I do? Let's I, that's go. That's how I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So so maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to fly by the seat of my pants a little bit more. Why don't you? Like I literally, that maybe is it. That's what? it. I have to just like let go of that. Let you know why go. I'm controlling? I I have that like if I I feel more grounded when I have everything like under control like that's my that's like my issue I feel like is I like to control everything so that's probably why like I feel like if I show up early and I have everything just so I'll be ready to go but that's and that's what I do right I just pace and then I'm in my head and I'm thinking about things and waiting for people to walk through the door and you know and this is why this is such a good topic to talk about because I know you get it. I get it. People will talk to me and say, you're so calming. You calm my nerves. Yes. And I feel so good when I'm around you. And and on the inside, I'm like, like I'm playing the trombone like in my head, like, you know, and so it's it's, you know, bringing it back to that human connection. And I think a lot of people that receive readings from us don't realize that there is that part of us where we have these OCD moments yes, or we have the unhinged moments, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when you do this line of work, we have to be grounded. We have to set the tone. Yeah. But sometimes our human side gets involved. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, um, too, like that is when we're just more aware, I think, of that part. We we have that self-awareness of right. like when we're in our ego or when we're right. in our heads. So that becomes that catalyst for us to use one of our spiritual tools or something that right. does ground us. And I think because we're in the consistency of doing that over and over and over again, that's the energy we embody. So I feel like when people say that, even when we, we may feel like 
we're anxious or frazzled and people are like, oh, you have such a calming presence. It's because the consistency of how long we've been doing that, that (laughs) energy that they pick up from us is probably the more dominant side of us, which is that calming presence that we cultivate every day. Right. But we still have those moments where like I was just telling you, Mercury retrograde has my springs popping. Yes. And that's what I wanted to talk about. And if you guys want to know more about uh, Julie and I, we did a podcast earlier. So if you go back into the podcast of We're Never Truly Alone, there is a, a, an episode where we talk about how we got into our mediumship and what we do to raise our vibration and so forth. So if you guys are looking to get more information on that aspect, definitely go check out a recent uh, episode that we did where we talked about all of that. But in today's episode, we're talking about us being, you know, how we are effective, affected, I should say, we're two highly sensitive people. How are mm. we affected with the planets like right now we are in a mercury retrograde so mercury retrograde is all about don't sign the don't sign the contracts mm-hmm. oh my gosh i just realized i signed something today <laughs> i just realized it's that gonna as be i fun. said it. it's gonna yes. be fun i feel it try not to buy a car try not to buy a house try not to have deep conversations during mm-hmm. mercury retrograde like no big major life-changing decisions exactly is kind of what they say because it may be a little bit clouded by things that you can't quite see yet, but that are coming. Like it feels like it's an opportunity for clarity, but you just might not have it yet. So I've realized that I've been having to like sit back a little bit on this and just allow myself moments of reflection. And that's what they say to do too during this time frame. Like just pause. Yes. That's definitely what I feel. Like I always feel like retrogrades are an opportunity to actually propel forward but it's kind of like archery you know when you have to like pull the arrow back to aim for the target so people feel like there's a lot of density or even like resistance that comes up in that time period and maybe like a fog rolling in like all of a sudden things seem foggy and uncertain and not as clear as I normally feel but I think that is to get you to really pause and like go inside and slow the wheels of the mind and intuitively be like, well, is this what I want? Where do I see myself? And it's like, I always view it as it's like a pause button right before your arrow is about to shoot and like really propel you forward in some way. It's like a pre- yes. preparation in some yes. way for this next level. And and that's such a good, like, I love the way you describe that because it really is. It's like, okay, let's bring it back a little bit before yeah. we can go forward. And this particular Mercury retrograde, first of all, most re- retrogrades or mer- la 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 <laughs> Mercury <laughs> retrogrades, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I sometimes talk too fast and I get caught That's up. Our, that yeah. is our mind. Like I feel like our wheels just spin faster naturally yes and I like sometimes slur my words I'm yes. like whoa bring it bring it back down or I combine two words together I think it's because we're used to having like three conversations in our head at the same time that's a good point like too. we have like five dead people talking to us and we're listening to the person that we're reading in front of us and then some like my kids will be talking to me and I'm like I'm talking to three dead people I got you found I got you <laughs> like right like what is it what is it so yeah. are we we're used to having a lot going on at the same time I feel like and that's why we valid. get ahead of ourselves. That's a valid point right there. Yeah. Yeah. We're crazy. So, I mean, I I find that with Mercury retrogrades, they usually last uh, usually like around three weeks, yeah. say, right? So this particular one, this is the last one that we have of the year. We not only were getting ready for Mercury retrograde, 
but we also had a new moon in Sagittarius and the 1212 portal. Yes. So there was a lot of energy. And before that, I don't know if you felt this, but my, my emotions were like out of control, mm -hmm. like out of control, like didn't know if I was coming or going or, or what. And then I had this whole energy vibration of no motivation. Yeah. Tired. I've been really tired. Um, I find too with retrogrades, sometimes the pre-shadow period or the shadow period after impact me more. Yes. Like I feel it more. Sometimes I can coast through a little bit of it, but it's like those shadow periods that I feel like the density a little bit more. And I look at it like the pre-shadow is kind of like getting me to slow down. Right. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm like trudging through the mud. Like, And I feel like our physical bodies need to rest. Like, Ugh. especially this one, I feel like, I feel like like we were talking before, this year was like so much healing work. We've all been through so many healing cycles and like our physical bodies have had to catch up to that energy that we're now, we're embodying in the cells of our body. So our body's like, I'm tired. Can yes. we just rest a little bit? And I feel like also like a lot of people are having this spark of new creativity like this yearning to create something new and try new things and do new things. And I think our physical bodies are preparing for that too, in some way. Well, again, we just had a new moon in Sagittarius. So that's all. And the 1212 portal. So the 1212 portal is all about amplifying amplifying yes. that energy mm -hmm. like the abundance of love feeling feeling loved by whether you have a significant other or is it family members friends and so forth pets and then you also have time to spearhead a project you know just mm -hmm. like you brought up the, the creativity is like okay we're ready we're ready yeah you know and then so the portal was the amp like the amplification of yeah. it yeah right the amplifier yeah. and then um which guys if you're looking for a good crystal to amplify get grab yourself some clear La 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 yeah, la. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Clear <laughs> and quartz. you have really, really nice ones. I do. I was pretty envious of them I actually do. at our last show. Thank I was like you. eyeing them and I was like, I might need to steal one. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm almost out of them. Because I'm not you're not alone. They're really everybody pretty. everybody loved everybody loved them. Yeah. So but clear quartz is a great crystal to help amplify any type of energy. So that was a really good crystal for the twelve twelve portal. Or if you're looking to start a project um amplify the love yeah i'm pretty much surrounding myself with clear quartz and rose, rose quartz. quartz yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but um so that's all about the 12 12 portal so we had that energy yeah and that was huge and then we had the new moon in sagittarius yeah so, so there's a lot of energy stuff I mean, I feel like a lot of this, like underneath the surface that people aren't realizing, because I feel like so many people are awakening in many different ways. So, so many people are awakening either to their psychic intuitive abilities or their mediumship abilities, or some people to their healing abilities. Some people are just starting this journey because the buzz all about manifesting. But nonetheless, I feel like all of those abilities really become parallel to one another. Whatever opens the door for you, they become parallels. But I feel like the undercurrent of what people aren't realizing that are awakening now is manifestation. Absolutely. And, you know, we've been doing all this healing work because we are kind of, we're all leveling up our energy to some degree. And it's because we're putting out, I feel like the world is awakening to this kind of desire for a different type of freedom from like the lifestyles that we've, we've all been living. And I think that's why, I mean, I went from being a nurse to 
I talk to dead people. <laughs> like, right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I do feel like that journey, as much as it can be hard, and you too, like you went from having a regular normal job to you go through this awakening. And now, like you said, now we're business women. Like, Right. And we have to keep the, it's so funny because there's so many people in the holistic field that are like, well, I'm going with the vibration and I'm feeling this. And I'm like, okay, but what's your, um, <laughs> do you have an accountant? What, yeah. Who's your accountant? And what are you, what's going on? LLC? Are you incorporated? Yes. What's happening? You know? And they look at me like I have five heads and I'm like, there's another There's side a, to yes. it. There is another side to it. But it does, I feel the like. The human side. Yeah, there is. There's an edge, you know, there's two edges to every sword. Mm-hmm. Like that's in everything in life. But there is, I feel like these, everybody's awakening because there's this craving energetically for freedom in mm-hmm. life. And I feel like manifestation is a big part of that. When you peel back the layers of the things most of us desire, it's to bring some next level of freedom, freedom from burdens we carry, freedom um, from the things that weigh us down or that feel dense, freedom from um, pain, really mm-hmm. suffering, anything that makes us feel bad or not loved. So I think, think the undercurrent is freedom there and when you desire that and you put that strong desire out something is going to be a catalyst to wake you up and what's blocking you from getting it so how would you regulate all of those high intense emotions that we've been having to help yourself this is kind of like a big question but how would you regulate all of your emotions while you are in the process of setting your intentions to manifest like, what do you do to regulate the... Because to stay, again, like, with the inner harmony or, like, that stability with well, vibration? Yeah, so we're all intuitive to a certain degree. I always say this. But you, myself, other people that are in the holistic field that do this as a as a job, as a profession, yeah. we are just radiating on a very high vibration. Yes. We just brought up how, like, sometimes I'll combine two words and you're, you brought it up. Well, it's because we are constantly on that higher frequency. Mm-hmm. So sometimes just going for a walk isn't going to cut it for us. Yeah, true. You know, so how would you Because we're kind of already at that higher vibration. So yes, nature can, obviously, it can be great. A lot of what I do um, is really anything that brings me a feeling of inner peace, happiness, joy. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we become so focused I think on we've done so many cycles of healing we become so focused on self-improvement or always wanting to achieve the next level I'm glad that you're bringing this up because I'm gonna bring something up yeah so like not getting getting myself out of that wheel of thinking that I actually need to do anything that doesn't feel right to me in the moment and sometimes like for me, especially this year, I learned how to like not put that pressure on being productive all the time or, you know, I used to say, oh, I got to meditate and I got to do this. And I made these like ritualistic routines, right? Right. To thinking that it was getting me that frequency or that it was making me this more, I don't know, a vibrating higher person. And then I realized that actually, no, sometimes you just need like a cup of tea and curl up on the couch with like a warm blanket and watch your favorite movie and laugh. And that is actually the embodiment of like your authentic self and what feels right. So I'm going to bring this up because what you said makes perfect sense to me. A lot of the people that come to us always want the holistic healing. Mm -hmm. They want that spiritual. They want to connect spiritually they want to understand better they want to learn how to set their intentions so they can manifest they want to connect to their loved ones in spirit they want to learn how to meditate they want to learn how to journal they want to Mm -hmm. learn all that 
you and I, that's us every 24 every seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to watch and what I did? I watched the new documentary about Sylvester Stallone yeah. and I was as happy as I absolutely could be. I want to focus in what brings me happiness is being more human. Yes. You know, yes. being more like, I just want to sit around and eat popcorn. And if I want to have wine, I want to drink wine. And if mm-hmm. I want to go to a show, I want to go to a show. Like, because I find so more, so much more lately as we all struggle with balance in our life mm-hmm. that it, it, so again, it's funny that you say that because, and I probably brought this up to you this past summer. I felt like my life was a little out of, out of balance because I was working so much. I was in the spiritual realm so much, mm-hmm. constantly helping, helping, helping. And I truly love doing that. Yeah. You truly love yeah. doing it. But I was so off balance with my personal life. Yeah. And I didn't realize what it took was for me to, again, just go and watch a documentary on Sylvester Stallone, who's my favorite, you know, or go and go to a show or go just hang out normal, by the pool. Normal, and- just being a normal human being. Because mm-hmm. I think we're so used to, too, anytime we are around people that maybe aren't around us all the time, thinking that we're constantly reading them or <laughs> like, yes. what are you sensing? Or is there somebody around me? And we're right. not necessarily doing that. Right. Even though we're sensitive to energy, we're not intentionally tuning in unless I you know unless I'm walking into a room of people that I don't know then I'm definitely going to feel the vibe right but um, we naturally feel the yes, vibe I'm right I'm definitely going to see where do I fit in here mm-hmm. like where am I aligned in this room but other than that I'm not tuning into people's energy I'm not trying to I'm like right. I don't want to mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't want to know what you got going on in your energy field if right. I if you're not asking me to you know well it's like a doctor like they could look at somebody in a room and probably from their education look and say oh that guy definitely has some liver stuff going on or or whatever you know and so it's we don't automatically want to go to a place and work right yeah neither does the doctor yeah so it's like we set up our boundaries but we really truly again it's funny that you said sometimes you just need a cup of tea and to curl up and you know yeah. yeah. I mean, that's our that's our balance. I definitely feel like and I think there is um you know, as you're navigating and kind of like you know, learning more about mediumship and going deeper into the spirit world, you're really learning about who you are, like yourself and you mm-hmm. kind of like the healing process is just kind of about removing what maybe you're conditioning or taught you to be a certain way or be a certain person. Like for me, like being a people pleaser, that was a big part of my healing journey, like letting that mask down and kind of letting people see me for who I am, even when that was like, I had to say no to something and the discomfort and like, how am I going to be perceived for that? So all of that type of journey of like letting those masks down and healing the parts of you that you didn't accept or that you were afraid for people to see really brought me organically to those next levels that I was using all of those rituals to try to achieve, but felt like it wasn't consistent. Right. And then what I was shown was, well, because this is what's blocking you, this mask is actually what's blocking you. You don't need to do this or do that. You just actually need to be you. And that's really the magnet yes. that starts to draw those experiences that brings, you know, your desires more to you. You, right. It really is true. You have to embody the energy that aligns with that desire. Exactly. And so you're going to go through a process <laughs> to to embody that frequency of energy yep. and 
if there's healing work to be done, then there's healing work to be done. It's just kind of like cleaning up your side of the street. Right. So that you're aligning on the right road. Right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. all of that, yeah, just like being yourself and doing what feels true and right for you on the inside versus what people are telling you to. And I think too, like in the, you probably notice this too in the spiritual community that they're definitely, I feel like even when I first started a level of like toxic positivity where people wanted to, if you're spiritual, you're somehow you're happy all the time or you're high vibing all the time. Or, and I think more people that are awakening now are really talking about, well, actually, no, <laughs> we didn't come here to high vibe all the time. Right. And it's more of balance, awareness. Like, you know, we have margaritas in the summer. Like, yes, you don't really fun. need to exclude anything out of your life that brings you joy if you can figure out how it works best for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just balance it. And it it's, it's so funny because I just had this conversation with one of my friends I have a friend that is going like so deep into the holistic field and, and she's learning everything, everything you can possibly imagine. And, um, and I was just saying, I'm like, sometimes it's great that you're, you love it, but you have to peel it back because mm-hmm. if we're going to be connected, mind, body, soul, mind, body, spirit, I said, think about it this way. Like all of a sudden just turn it around instead of the spirituality aspect of things. Cause when people get involved spiritually, I feel like they go, all in like I'm gonna buy all the oracle cards and tarot cards and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do this meditation class and then I'm I'm never gonna eat meat again and I'm never gonna have dairy (laughs) right like they go hard I'm just gonna live off of water exactly it's the highest vibe drink you can put in your yes yes so then I'm like well think about it this way if you did it like body wise and you were just going to the gym like your body can't sustain that intensity 24 7 for an extended Mm -hmm. period of time yeah there has to be that time of like reflection reset, you know, like you, if you're, if you're working out, you, you have to rest your muscles. Mm -hmm. That's why they take certain days off. And you know, like it's because you just can't keep up with it. And it's the same with the holistic field. Like I, I see them and it's almost like all of a sudden they go from like a 3d to all of a sudden 5d. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. whoa let's calm down here yeah that's a process <laughs> that's a process let's bring it let's reel it back you yeah. know what I mean so it's just like slow and steady right like mm-hmm. the turtle slow and steady wins the race yeah and, exactly and and it's it's being able to see okay do you have that 33 percent here 33 percent here 33 percent here you know one percent where does that one percent go because Maybe it just brings it back to the heart and whichever yeah. you feel you need that little extra. Is it your mind? Is it your body? Or is it your soul? Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's really, you know, I think when you go on that like intuitive journey, it's really the synchronicity that you notice starts to happen between when you get more aware of your ego mind. And so you kind of heal your own fractured mind because you have an awareness of that side of you so it doesn't trip you up anymore because you see when you're in it you notice when you're in it and you also know what gets you out of it because you've done it it's very cyclical like you've done it before so it's not that we don't have those sides of ourselves or we never get triggered anymore or things that are challenging obviously we deal with all of that too we're humans Yeah. yeah it's just a matter of 
self-awareness and knowing who you are and knowing, again, what works best for you when you're faced with challenges. And I think that's what retrogrades are about. And I, like I did a post today, like that they'll often pull us back. And sometimes as we're reflecting, we'll start to sensationalize the past so that we can rationalize going back. Oh, that's so good. Good point. Like, oh, well, that person or that relationship or that pattern of behavior I I don't really need to change that that's why they say be mindful because exes come back during a mercury retrograde Mm -hmm. because it really is it's a time to look at the past see how far you've come and really aim that arrow of like what do I really want moving forward because inevitably when you go through a retrograde you are different you're different every single day you're approaching every day different in some way I don't think there's any one of us that does Well, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I am a creature of habit, but I feel like I do like try to pick one thing a day that I maybe do a little bit differently or try to do better. You know that, what's that saying? Like you don't try to be better than anybody else. You just try to be better than the, who you were yesterday. Yeah. 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 So something like that without putting all this pressure on like, again, self, a constant self-improvement or a constant striving for something other than where I am. Right. And basically you know, the moral of the story of this episode is that we're not perfect. And, you know, Mercury retrogrades, energy situations affect us too. Yeah. Just on a different way. So if you guys do look at us, you guys that are listening, if you do look at us as like, oh, they're so calming and they're so, just know that we go through things too. Mm. But it's just funny how we're almost like the opposite because we're in it all the time. So it's like, okay, we need to just... Netflix and chill, yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah, I think we're just more in a place probably where we accept things for what they are now. Mm-hmm. I think, too, a lot of people, even people that are just new on their spiritual journey or people that have been on a spiritual journey for a long time and that have been, you know, cycling through like these rapid cycles, it feels like the last three to five years, like rapid right. cycles of up-leveling our energy and things like that. We've been doing a lot of healing, but I notice and you might notice this too, a common theme is healing anything that makes you self-abandon. Like any urge to abandon your needs or what's best for you. I've noticed that as a big theme in my own life and with a lot of other people that I talk to. Go into detail on that. So, I mean, again, I could use my people pleasing. So that was, that's a way where we're self-abandoning our needs and it can breed cycles of resentment. And if you peel back the layers of that, it's really a fear of rejection. It's like, they're not going to like me if they see who I truly am and that maybe I don't. Wait, are you reading me now, Julie? (laughs) It really, did this just turn into a reading? Yeah, (laughs) but it's such a common theme in the spiritual community. I think most of us came in with the either abandonment wounds, um, rejection wounds, or maybe parts of ourself that we didn't love. And so this spiritual awakening journey actually turns into a self-love journey where you're like oh okay like I actually have to meet my needs you become so dysregulated from not meeting your needs well and this is also why when people in a a lot of cases not most cases but a lot of cases I find people start their their spiritual journey because of something that completely wrecked them yes yes 150 percent pain is a big catalyst yeah like pain and then you're like how do I get out of this which is great go to your spirituality but also do the work on you and you have to hold yourself accountable for things you know when I mean I'm I'm, when I started to really I've always leaned towards the spiritual side and we've talked about me but one thing that I 
did also do when I started getting into the spiritual rotation here is that I started going to therapy, like just yes. talk therapy. And that mm -hmm. was something that I was did too. really, really good to hold myself accountable. So it wasn't like I was running to be like, oh, now I'm in a higher vibration. Like mm. I had to go and figure out, you know, you brought up abandonment and I have issues with abandonment being adopted and so forth. So that's something that's like ingrained yeah. in me and I struggle with it. Yeah. Even as I'm, you know, older now. That conditioning runs deep. And I feel like no matter how old we get, our inner child is always telling us what it needs. Right. And those needs can stem back to needs from when we were little, from even, I feel like, previous lives, mm -hmm. even from things that some of us may have carried in from our ancestors who right. didn't get their needs met in their lifetime because maybe it was things that weren't possible. And I think therapy is one of those things. Like right. our ancestors, there was no therapy like right. for them. No, no. They didn't have those opportunities that we have to heal. So we're kind of nudged in those directions now. And I feel like us taking back our power in this lifetime is almost giving them healing on the other side because they're like, oh, they're doing it. They're showing me how it's done. Right. And I didn't get the chance to do it. Right. And so I feel like for a lot of us too, we've been resolving this old energy of fear and lack and karmic attachments that are just dissolving away so rapidly. Right. And not just for us. And that's why it feels like a lot of heavy hauling in the spiritual community, but for other people. And I think the more you're out of that energy of self-abandonment, you're in right. that energy of self-empowerment. Right. And so that's really where the manifestations start to speed up. And I think that's what's going on now. This retrograde is really like getting us ready. Like these manifestations are coming in. You've done the heavy hauling. You've done the work. And I think a lot of people feel that and have had this knowing. Like, I don't know. I feel that. Like there's this knowing that there's just lots of change and transformation in a good way coming. And I, I've even noticed too, like two of my friends, they were up for getting jobs they're very highly educated. They were very well like sought out for the job and they didn't get it. Like I'm finding that like even with love life, like things that are like seemed so good, all of a sudden yeah. seem to be not so good. And so you're really learning to let go of what no longer serves you and mm. do the soul work and do the um, alignments and things that are necessary for you to start off the new year because the retrograde goes until January 1st. Yes. Now, before that, bef we were talking and you said December 31st is the one, two, three. Yes. One, two, three, one, two, three one, is two, three, the one, last two, date of this year. So for me, it's kind of like, I love angel numbers. You do too. Like they're just so symbolic. And I feel like anytime you see that sequence, one, two, three, it's kind of like a reminder to just take one step at a time. You don't need to have it all figured out. Yep. Maybe like right, whatever step today is one, two, or three, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Just take it for what it is and let it kind of flow. I feel like we've been fighting the recurrence of our own resistance for so long. Yes. Maybe we needed to get a little exhausted so that we would just kind of drop the oars and be like, all right, just let the stream take me right, down the right. river. Exactly, 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 exactly. And, yeah. and I think that this is, you know, I think people need to realize that there is that all of the people, all the spiritual babes out there, like there is that consistency when it comes to planets, yes. Mercury retrograde, moon phases. Like think mm -hmm. of, <laughs> I know we're like touching all these different topics, but like when I bring up the moon phases, people will say, oh, it must be a full moon. It's crazy. Or like with women and our cycles, like we, mm -hmm. we hop on this whole 
like moon phase in our cycle. Like it's just, it's, there really is something to it. There is. Rather than just saying like, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. Whoop. Yeah. You and know? I think the lo- a lot of the messages we channel, like if you look at like I know minimal astrology, like right. I follow the, but I'm not an astrologist. So, but when you look at like the undercurrents, the same, the messages we channel are exactly in line with what astrologers, astrologists channel with the, exactly. when they look at the planetary alignment. So it's kind of, I think, validating. It's just two different tools to get the same information. Exactly. And it's flowing through all of us in the same way, you know? So, and yeah, and with the Neptune going direct after it was like retrograde for six months, you know, I've been kind of getting from spirit that all these like harsh truths that people have been experiencing, like coming to the surface is really meant to just, you know, it feels harsh at some, at points because it may require you then to grieve illusions, um, even like grieve versions of yourself, grieve versions of other people that you may have thought you have been seeing and you kind of get to experience your life and relationships in a different way but all of that is really just meant to bring you to a whole new experience where it's more aligned with who you are inside which is truth now like I'm in touch with the truth of who I am now and I'm expressing that out so what has to happen is all the illusions on the outside need to crumble too exactly so that the truth can align with you because now you're expressing that outward so I tell people if things start to crumble around you I know it can be hard and it's going to require you to grieve but it's leading you to something bigger and better something that you're truly desiring yeah so with this mercury retrograde we're going to bring it back around to mercury retrograde but I hope you guys took the time to really listen this is more like a deep talk like a deep chat like we started with let's talk about being how since we focus in on living our lives in a very high frequency how the planets in retrograde and how you know, new moons and full moons and how all of that affects us. But it is something to really think about. Yeah. And really just allow yourself to be wherever you are in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, you can always desire more, but just like be present, I think is the biggest thing. Be present in whatever is going on in your life in that moment, because there's something it's teaching you. Exactly. And so we can always focus on Oh, this feels this way or this feels that way and like honor your feelings but also there's this there's another edge to that sword like what is this showing me about me what truth is this revealing to me how is this helping me in some way or redirecting right. me in a different manner and I think that's the big part of what this month is going to be for a lot of people redirection noticing what they really want what seems true for them and aligned to them now because I think we're all very different than we were a few years ago. Absolutely. And take the time to whatever that alignment is. If you are constantly in the spiritual realm of you're doing the meditations, you're doing the manifestations, you're doing all that, go and do something. Like I said, I like to watch documentaries or you like to curl up and have tea. Like just because you're already slated to be part on the spiritual journey doesn't mean you have to always go into the spiritual stuff. Right. If you're looking to get into more of the spiritual stuff, the spiritual stuff will definitely help you. Mm-hmm. Then write in your journal or start writing your intentions down. Grab your clear quartz and amplify whatever that in- thought and intention is, yeah. you know. But do whatever is best for you and be mindful of the cosmic energy that's around us because it does influence us. Yeah. And it is a totally different experience when you're on an intuitive journey, when you really start to navigate your life based on your intuition versus 
on everything outside of you. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, such a, that was such a shifting point for me. And I think that's the part where a mediumship really is helpful because you have to trust spirit so much. It's really vulnerable and putting yourself on a ledge. Mm -hmm. Like I am trusting this spirit that I know nothing about and they're telling me to say something to you and I'm trusting that you're going to know. And then they do and you're like, wow. (laughs) Right. And so it gives you that trust in your own intuitive voice and just in that process. Exactly. And then you start to, you know, include that in your own life and how you navigate your decisions. And it really is magical. There is an edge of the sword that is, it's dense and there's a lot of sifting and sorting and reflecting and healing. Mm -hmm. But then you go through these seasons that are like incredibly magical where your lens is completely different and experiencing things. And I would tell people, um, don't take my word for it. Like just go on the journey like a curious child and see how it feels. Cause like, isn't it? It's just well, like to, a beautiful yeah, journey. You have to experience it for yourself and everybody has their own personal experiences. Like what might be really amazing for you. I could be like, mm, yeah, that's normal. Cause I experience that all the time. You know, yeah. you, you just never know. But be open to the infinite possibilities. Exactly. Because there's just so much that we don't, I still feel like there's so much I don't know. Like I'm excited for it. Exactly. And we're going to keep on learning. We're going to keep on evolving. Mm. See, Julie, I feel like we always go into these deep talks whenever, and I'm hoping, I'm like, I hope everybody that's listening followed along with us today. (laughs) And that's why I kept on saying. We're in retrograde. We're like, my my springs are popping. (laughs) That's why I was like, and then the planets are all, like, I'm trying to like keep it on that, like. I died three times this year and came back. Right. Like we're all over the place, but it really is true, guys. Like if. There is stock in with the Mercury retrograde and the planets and so forth. And if you are living that higher vibrational life where you are already highly intuitive, it's okay to do the stuff like, like we said, you know, sometimes you just have to be a normal human and not yeah. worry about like, well, I would tell everybody to journal and I yeah. would tell everybody, you know, because we're always doing that. It's always constant. And if you guys are looking to get better into spirituality yeah go journal write down what you want write down what your intentions are do your daily affirmations you know light a candle on your altar you know like do what helps you find your balance in times of when planets are going cray cray you know Mm -hmm. when the planets are going crazy and you know we have this huge time of reflection yeah and definitely this is a time too you can um tend to doubt yourself more Mm -hmm. or second guess your intuition and I would say this is when you want to lean into it more yes like it's a it's almost like I hate to use the word test but it feels like that sometimes right right this is a test how much do you trust yourself like you trust yourself now don't you exactly (laughs) and that's really all it is so it gets a bad rap mercury retrograde but it's purposeful it's all purposeful everything's purposeful even though we may not have the answers right away yeah but it is in time well thank you thank you for for having me so fun (laughs) hopefully we didn't make everybody spin like a top and their springs to pop I know. <laughs> we're like hopefully you're not confused now <laughs> right but thank you so much and um yeah if you guys want we are constantly doing shows together yeah julie clapp and i and um you can go to julie how can people find you um divinity spirit shop.com or on social media i'm just under julie clapp and i'm tiffany rice you can find me at tiffany rice.com or spirit tiff
Everybody have a Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Woohoo! <laughs>